Welcome to the For Fox Sake podcast. By the fans, for the fans. With all the news, views and discussion from two lifelong Leicester City supporters. It's your show, so get in contact. Make yourselves heard. What's your opinion? The only Leicester City podcast that's by the fans, for the fans. This is For Fox's Sake. Hello and welcome to For Fox Sake. My name is Pete Selby and alongside me on episode 66, it's Mr. Rob Hayes. Hello Pete, you made it back. Yes. Congratulations, you survived. You. You're just about living, although you did just have a, a bit of a coughing fit just before we pressed yeah. record. I don't know where that came from as well. But you are alive, confirmed? Yeah. Do you feel alive? No. Not yet? No. Um... Talk us through it. To be fair... Was it, it good? It, 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 I had a brilliant time. But to be fair, I think it's more to do with what I did when I got back. I then went out the next day. And, yeah, you, uh, d- you didn't do much sleeping or resting, did you? I had a good, good Friday, basically. You had a good, good Friday. No, um, obviously we've got a number of things to talk about. And actually, we are recording this on Easter Sunday. For Happy Easter out there and all Happy that sort of thing. Happy Easter. And all that sort of thing. Um, and we said that we would be doing this as well. So we've actually kept to the schedule, which is good. Um... So, uh, a few things happened. Uh, we've played Madrid in Madrid, we've played Palace, and then we're going to play Madrid in a few days. Yeah. It's a boring old end of season. It is, isn't it? <clears throat> Nothing yeah. to play for. Not at all. Um, so, yes, we'll start with Madrid, really, because Palace... Well, actually, no, actually, no. We'll, we'll start with Palace, for it, I think, um, because 2-2, great goal by Vardy... Turned away from Schlupp, which was quite interesting, and then... Because Schlupp can't it, it was. It was... It was, it was Leicester to a T that goal was that Mares passing to Vardy as well? It's not it happened very much this season. It's not at all, and and it's it's perfect Leicester. A great counter attack, fantastic goal. Shame that we were tuning up and then managed to draw two two, but understandable that they um, tied towards the end. But um, yeah, because there were the personnel <clears> was pretty much very much apart from a couple of changes to the starting lineup. Yes. The team that played against Madrid, so exactly uh, understandable and. Uh, People saying that their goal, their second goal, was a foul on Bellerin. Yes, he climbed all over it, but he's gone for the ball and he's <clears throat> he's got his head on the ball and and, and he scored the goal. And um, I'm pretty sure I, the the problem was Leo Ajoa had a number of fouls given against him for a lot less. Yeah, uh, that's that's the problem. Um, but two two, there we go. That's it's, it's, it's another point on the board. <clears throat> Step closer to safety, which is yeah, it's, all, almost. Almost guaranteed. Exactly. Um, and I think it's more, more or less really because Swansea have, have faltered really third bottom and uh, they can't get a win at all. So uh, we will go again in the league in the next few weeks or whatever because it's the FA Cup at the weekend. But I suppose we'll talk about Madrid now. So that's that game done and dusted. That, um, was, that was very swift. <clears throat> it was. It's almost like you've got lots to say about Madrid. Well, I, I, obviously I was there and um, and you were watching it on in the Stug and Lettuce, weren't you? I was, yeah. I saw that tweet. Yeah. Just now. You you could read that, could you? I could read that one. Oh, yes. you can now, yeah. Yes. At the time, maybe not. But um, Yeah, if there were any tweets that didn't really make sense in and around the evening of the game, you can be sure that they were tweeted by Pete. Yep. Anything that was slightly more sober um, was probably me. Yes. I think that's fair. I think that's fair as well. Um, so, yeah, the, the one thing I have to say is that 
There were loads of Leicester fans there, loads and loads and loads. There were reports of anywhere between four or five thousand. Sometimes it went up to seven or eight. Talksport actually went up to about twelve to fifteen. I'm entirely sure that that was accurate. But they were thousands and thousands. And and the one thing is, um, I hate to start on, on with the bad points, but we might as well get it out of the way first of all. I, I've come back and. I've had so many people mention the same thing, and that's about the trouble, which obviously there was. Now, I know, you know, I mean, oh, oh, we were there and, and, and this and the other, but I just think it kind of got blown out of proportion massively. From my personal opinion and from what I saw, it got, you know, yes, there were incidents, but there were a lot of it was very minor flashpoints. And, and when they say fighting... There wasn't any fighting. There wasn't any riots. There wasn't. The, oh, there was a lot of mess left on the floor of the square. Yeah, the square that we were told to stay in, and that's where you could drink. And we were told by uh, the waiters on the table, with the cans and everything, put it on the floor because when you all go to the ground, the the lorries come in to sweep it all up, and it'll be done in half an hour. So the fact that photos make it look like a disaster zone, no. Hard, I don't see any tables thrown or chairs or anything like that. Yes, there was incidents. Yes, there were 20 lads or so singing songs about Gibraltar, which apparently includes you know all seven or 8,000 who were there. Yeah, every Leicester fan. Every Leicester fan. No, 20. Um, and yes, there was an awful lot, an awful lot of drinking going on in that in that square. So what? I was, I was getting involved as well. But for, for me, obviously, it, it, it then kicked off slightly. We actually got to the point where we went right let's let's go because you can just hear it's just starting to turn a little bit and it took a couple of smoke bombs going off but the problem is of course then the police weighed in and they're saying that there's been no trouble in any other games well no because from what i've seen police have been very set back and taking photos i remember in a bar in copenhagen when all, all the coppers came in they, they all came in this bar and they were handing out leaflets of guys to the cities and having photos taken with them. Mm. And this was basically people wading in with truncheons, this, that, and the other. Of course, there were, you know, there were people doing this, that, and the other. But I don't know what full riot gear. They weren't police. They were riot police. And they um, they were attaching cages to the front of the vans. And they were in full riot gear. And they were waiting outside the square, on the edge of the square, inside it as well. And they're there waiting, and you're going, well, hang on, what what are you waiting there for? So you're in the square at 10 in the morning, as I went to get my tickets uh, from Steve. Hello, Steve. And um, and, and a couple of beers and at 10 o'clock much. in the morning. Probably. And um, <laughs> But you're there, and you're going, well, why are there five or six riot vans and a load of riot police at 10 in the morning? Uh, do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it was, it was, it's difficult to say, because obviously there were a few bits and bobs, a few flashpoints, but I've come back, and I've, the only thing people have been asking me about is that. And I'm like, well, I, from what I saw, it wasn't that bad. I I got there as um, a group of my friends. They they saw a load of flares get thrown the night before, and basically the police came in and and you know baton charged a, a, a group. But um, and then I sent a tweet out saying, oh, it's all you know, it's all kicking off. But apparently, a lot of people, innocent by bystanders, basically got hit. And um, but again. It, there were incidents, and the one thing I'll say, because I'm just rambling on now, is that um, if you wanted to throw something, and if you wanted to stand there with your arms out and sing a song and 
and probably getting a bit of a bit of a scuffle with the police, there were opportunities for you to do it. And if you did it, then you wanted to do it. If you didn't want to do it, there was a simple way, and that was leave the square. And that's what we did and stood and watched. Unfortunately, there was a few people who tried to do that and got kind of half caught up in it. And uh, they're, that, they're the, the really bad points. Do you know what I mean? They're the stories of people in wheelchairs being led away from what was supposedly kicking off and then getting attacked because they just fly in and hit anyone. So, um, so yeah, that was that. Moving on. Yes. That, um, <laughs> we won't let it dominate the podcast because uh, whether right or wrong, whether accurate or inaccurate, it did dominate a lot of the media coverage of Leicester fans' time in Madrid. Let's talk about the football. The actual game itself yeah. was always going to be difficult. It was always going to be a tight one, especially away from home at a place like the Vicente Calderon. Come away with a, a one nil defeat. Are we happy? I'm happy. To be one goal behind is 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 brilliant. It would have been nicer to be two one down, yeah. like we were against Seville. Um, I mean, obviously, they're they're a good team. They're a very solid team because we didn't really, to be fair, have a kick. Um, I, I we didn't, didn't have a go at them, did we? Really? No, not at all. And uh, later on, I thought well, when Slimani came on, we might might um, get something here on the end of a cross. But um, to come away after also because they scored relatively early, wasn't it? It was um, half an hour or so. Yeah, yeah midway so, through the first yeah. half, something like that. So to be one nil down in the circumstances uh, of the goal as well, I think it's an overall a, a, a good result for Leicester. Now. On the way to the ground, okay, all the all the bits and bobs, all the trouble, completely jawline. Because to be honest, it's not, it wasn't the highlight or dominated my my trip at all, at all, absolutely. The best bit was walking from the square up to the ground. Now, obviously, we know that I was in the homestand, so I went incognito. I went undercover. We've seen you in your Atletico I, Madrid top. I went to the shop. You and absolute traitor. Yeah, I went. I went into the shop and I said, right, I'm going to buy myself a T-shirt just with Atletico on. Um, just, and there was no way that they would not let you in the stand at all. No way, no way, no way. But I just wanted to do it just for a bit of a laugh and um, get a souvenir or something. Anyway, I was in the um, I was in the shop and there was a uh, a lad and his dad, and they were looking around and they looked at me and I'm wearing a Leicester shirt at the time, and they turned around and said, uh, the lad goes, oh, are you trying to buy a, a shirt for the uh, for the home end? I says, uh, yeah, I am actually a t-shirt. And he was trying to do the same. And his dad wanted him to wear an Atletico Madrid shirt. And so he looked, he didn't want to. He didn't want to, he didn't want to buy it or wear it. Um, I'd already walked around the shop and couldn't find anything that was suitable because it was all quite expensive, to be perfectly honest, apart from the shirt, which was quite reasonable. So I looked at it and went, well, I'll tell you what, mate, I'll buy one if you buy one. So we ended up buying the shirts together kind of thing and then he felt better and I saw him then later on in the square when I was wearing my shirt I walked past the table that actually they were just outside the square uh, and I was walking past them and I saw him and I pointed at him and he looked at me and I went told you and he couldn't believe it it was it was it was quite good his dad like gives the big thumbs up in that but um so, so that that's twice in Champions League this season that you've gone incognito in the home end yeah First time you presented to be Danish, which I think you'd get away with more than being Spanish. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, it didn't and work. And this time you just put an Atletico top on. But walking from the square to the ground was unbelievable. There were thousands of Leicester fans. We were stopping at every single bar, bumped into a number of people. Uh, Sam, who listens from Vancouver, all of a sudden this chap in a white shirt, this lad just turns around and says, are you Peter? Yes. Oh, I listened to the podcast. So there were, And there was other people in the square, met a couple in the square. Um, and obviously Steve who got the ticket off again 
like there was quite a few people who who obviously I said you know we'll go for a beer this that and the other and you bumped into them and and it was fantastic so first of all hello to everyone who I met out there um, did you feel like a local celeb no not at all sports fan sports personality <coughs> Pete Selby no but all Shepshed my, sports personality of the year all my people all my uh, friends and the people I was with they. Generally, they were like, what is going on here? Yeah. Like, you know, what's all this about? <laughs> but we were stopping at every bar. They were full of Atletico fans, full of Leicester fans, uh, mixing, singing songs. One side of the bar would sing and then we'll stop and tell everyone to be quiet because they'll sing a song. All that sort of thing. It was brilliant the whole way there. And we got it, We got in the ground um, and I was with uh, my dad and his mates. And we were right about, say, 20 or 30 rows from the front, right on the edge uh, along the goal line, pretty much where the dugouts are, and uh, there was a bit of space behind the dugout, so I thought, oh no, I'm going to nip down there and get a get a photo. Anyway, I got down to behind the dugouts, and uh, uh, amazingly close, just because they come out through the floor, basically, yeah, yeah. and it was just behind that, you know, a matter of a foot or two. And I stood there and I went, well, I tell you what, I'm going to stay here for as long as possible, just in, you know, until someone tells me to move. Well, no one came along to tell me to move. Next thing I know, all the Leicester backroom staff and players who aren't in the squad um, were sitting down next to me, including Vasilevsky, Wes Morgan. So Wes Morgan sat next to me, and all of a sudden this um, security guard sits right behind me from Leicester, big beard, and he's kind of leaning forward. As it, I think he's basically saying, look, you move on, we want these spaces you know, nearby. And uh, so I turn around and turn around to Wes, who looks at me, all right, Wes, how are we doing? How's the back? And he's just face dropped. He was like, what? Oh. <laughs> I says, don't, don't tell. Do you know what I mean? Like this. <laughs> and the bloke behind me, the security guard, his eyes are wide open. And he laughed. He really laughed. He says, oh, brilliant. He says, uh, so we had a bit of a chat. And he's like, oh, you you know, stay here, mate. Don't worry. I was like, brilliant. Fantastic seats. So you just um, stay. So basically. Sat just got yourself in the Leicester entourage. Who had. Wes Morgan had the strangest shoes, which I think I've tweeted. Go yeah, on. He basically had black um, they they, they were look like black trainers, but uh, they were kind of a glossy out. So it's got a half between a trainer and a proper shoe, um, basically with spikes on, all the way round. Nice. So it's like armoured. Uh, what they were about, I don't know. I'll tweet the picture again in, in case any trouble started kicking off, and he could just oh, they would have been very useful. They, they would have been very useful. So they were the weirdest shoes of all time. But uh, yeah, so right behind, right by you know Shakespeare and all them, and so you could see everything. And of course, come second half, that's when the gloves are off. That's when the shouting starts. And come on, this that, and the other, and all the people behind me were bemused, all their fans. But um, the one thing I'll say about the penalty because it was the other side of the field, is that every time a player went down, you could hear the crowd obviously go go mad in their Spanish style that we're used to hearing on TV and their, in their accent. Now, it was very, very loud in the ground. When he went down, Griezmann, for the penalty, you could easily tell that it was a very much half-hearted appeal from the crowd. They knew it was outside the box. All around the ground, they knew it was outside the box. So it was a half-hearted appeal... And then next thing you know, the ref gives a penalty. So we, on the far side of the field, at ground level, who had obviously a poor view of, of where it was, instantly we all went, well, that's obviously not a penalty. And we all like pointed around the ground saying, it was quiet. The appeal was so half-hearted mm. because the crowd knew. And how the referees... I think Shakespeare's got it bang on. He's guessed. Yeah, he has. He's absolutely guessed. But in it. that position, you have to give the benefit of the doubt to the defender. If you're not entirely sure that's in the box, free kick. Yeah. 
Has the ball, I mean, before goal line technology, has the ball gone across the line? I'm not sure. Well, it's not a goal then. Ha- is, is the player in the box when he's been fouled? I'm not sure. Well, he's it's not. not then. He's, 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 he's yeah. outside of the box. Also, it was the most. It was. A, it was a foul. Obviously, now he's brought him down because he's got a real chance of scoring. He's taken one for the team. So in that split second, surely the ref must have gone. Well, hang on. Not going to do that in the box. He's is not going to do that in the box, is he? You know. No. And scored, but we'll, we'll, you know the game really was a non-issue. I thought Bella Luan played very well. Him and Hooth, obviously Hooth got booked. Hooth won everything, didn't he? Yeah, they, they, they played very well as a team. And Griezmann, what a player. Silky smooth, fast, fast with the ball, close control, superb. I don't think there's anything really more to say about the, the match itself. We come away from Madrid 1-0 down, but with every chance in the second leg at the King Power. Pete, we've got uh, a lot of going on goings-on on Twitter. We won't read out what for Fox 8 Podcast tweeted most of the time during Madrid because no. some of it was slightly beer-infused. In, in, it was a what, mess. What are other people saying? That's that's the main question. Uh, Martin Summers, game's going well tonight. Bar from the ref, uh, I think he got it bang on there. Uh, Packer Kenny says uh, a 1-1, which uh, would have been great. Uh, but he also says that uh, Christian Fuchs is actually doing a, a, a Q&A on Reddit at 8 o'clock tonight. So just if, if anyone's listened to this. So Sunday, 8 o'clock. Um, if you want to go on Reddit and have a look at that. Uh, Mark Perkins said, yeah, Bella Luan was awesome tonight. Um and he said Mares uh, should have played better, basically. Um, and how, then, how many games have we said that this season? Yes, he also says, "Are you talking to Joe Pasquale?" But he is uh, completely correct because my mate looks exactly the same. Um, Michael Regan, thanks very much for taking the photo. That's got me in. Is, not, is that the photo that got you in not only local press but national press? Yeah, and uh, also at work when I turn up on Saturday, they uh, had blown up and uh, had a massive Fantastic. picture on the wall. So, <laughs> you, you'll have seen it it's been tweeted yeah the thing is as well it's I, Pete I mean, in an Atletico shirt with your mate who's got some dodgy trousers well those trousers are 20 years old because he wore them in Madrid in 97 excellent and um, and he's quite embarrassed actually Sean I won't mention his name Ooh. Um, <laughs> whoops yep yeah, never mind uh, we've got more uh, Paul Oliver alright Paul um, he said I never saw any trouble uh, but then again we didn't follow the masses uh, shared pre-game drinks with locals who were just fine and then that's that's it that's that you know that that's it down to a t um, um david freestone says easy always easy to avoid all the arseholes which again is absolutely true and uh, i'm not going to mention any more about bits and bobs over there because it was like i said you don't want to take avo- away the impression that it was everyone because it was not at all no and um, not and it wasn't everybody it wasn't sort of a a Leicester versus Madrid kind of thing either because there was no no fans involved on on their behalf at all and it was everything else it was super brilliant time um, and again, and and it will be the case here. Hopefully, the weather will be half uh, well okay on Tuesday because you've got um, you've got obviously I presume they're doing the Jubilee Square Malarkey again. I would imagine so. Yeah, they yeah. did it for Sevilla, so they'll do it for yeah. For and Atletico. so so it will be great. Um, so thanks for getting in touch. Uh, who else we've got? Uh, Peter Ball as well. Who uh, I can mess in the in the town centre as well. So uh, yes, a, a brilliant trip, brilliant trip. I had a really good time. Very very eventful. And um, let's just hope it's not the final trip in Europe. It's going to be difficult on Tuesday, which I presume is what we were talking about now. So, obviously, my question to you, because I've just been rambling the whole time, 
and everyone, I am, I am here. You know, I'm going to say everyone, everyone everyone's folks. nodding, going, "Yeah, just say something, Rob. Just get stop, make it stop talking." Um, my question <laughs> to you, yes, is who would you play centre half on Tuesday? Oh, that is a big, big question. Because as everybody knows, I'm a I'm a centre half by trade myself. Oh God. Yeah, not by trade, by uh, by hobby, at, at the very um, at hobby stretching it. Um, Are you a centre half because you're not very good anywhere else? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's essentially it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you fail a failed forward. Nah, I never played forward. I, I had a brief stint at right back, but they realised I wasn't good enough with the ball, so they shoved me inside. <laughs> and and no. I am six foot two, so hey, you can't you can't fail at fullback. Yes, you can. Fullback is where people go when they've failed everywhere else. No, the fullback's where they go if they failed on the wing. But I never got up to the wing in the first place. If you're too slow to be a winger, you're in, you're a fullback. Yeah, or if you've not got enough ability. What happens if you're in goal? As a as a former league winning goalkeeper, Pete the Cat Selby. That's my name. Um, then you're, uh, not, you're not really a footballer, are you? Well, I I disagree, and also with a, a tremendous lack of height as well. That's just that just proves how good I was. I believe you. Was this five aside? No. <laughs> anyway, who should play centre back for Leicester on Tuesday night? Struggles to reach the bar in five aside. It is a really, really difficult one because uh, let's rule out Vasilevsky, even though he is a centre back. Well, he's, he's ruled out anyway because he's not in the squad. Out. Good. Thank Christ for that. <laughs> You're just to confirm because I think we said it last time, and we've been a few people got in contact saying you do realise that Vasilevsky's not in the squad. Good, which of course we didn't. I didn't realise it, but I'm very happy yeah. to realise it. That, Thank you. That will take preparation and planning, which obviously we don't. Yeah, we don't really do that. No. Preparation and planning is getting both of us in for Fox uh, HQ at the same time. Correct. Ish. That's a, as far as we go. Um, obviously, you've got Ben Loan hoping that his cramp is just cramp and that he rests up over the next couple of days because he came off in the second half against Palace. Yes. Um, and it's been called cramp, but they, they need to keep an eye on it. Isn't it an amazing situation that we have penned in Johan Ben to be the anchor of our centre-half defence no against other, Atletico Madrid? We've got no other choice, man. In the quarter-finals. Let's be honest, apart from the Everton game, where I don't think anybody played well, particularly well defensively, Ben Lohan's been excellent. I think so. I think man of the match, I think, against uh, Madrid was him. I agree with uh, with Perko on the on the Twitter. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um, Huth is obviously suspended. Correct. Uh, Craig Shakespeare doesn't seem to fancy Amati at centre-back. Because yes. when Ben Lohan came off against Palace, um, Chilwell came on. And Correct. Fuchs tucked inside. So, but but Amati got in. Did he get in the African Cup of Nations team of the tournament? He might have done. But it's interesting because Ranieri obviously didn't fancy him. Whether he would have done eventually, then we don't know. Fancy him as a centre half. Um, it, he's obviously played well in midfield, and he's a very very useful member of your squad going forward because he's only young still. It's like Jamie um, Carragher, isn't he? He's, th- there's a there's a real player in there. But um, it's strange that Ranieri wouldn't have thought of him as a centre half because, again. The one thing Ranieri, I know he bought um, Bella Lewan, but uh, he, he can sort a defence out. That's the one thing yeah. he, he's, he's good at. So you would have thought he would have you know, seen that in R. Martin, especially over in the African Cup of Nations as well. It's interesting that they've not gone for him there. Um, so you're saying... So your quandary is, is Wes Morgan going to be at the right level, if fit, because I believe he's back in full training, if fit, is he going to be sharp enough, fit enough, quick enough... 
to play the second leg of a of a Champions League quarter final against the likes of Griezmann. Would you, do you want to know what he actually said when I asked him? Go on, because people out there be going, "Well, why did why don't you ask him? You sat next to him the whole, whole game." Of course, you asked him. Uh, I asked him, and uh, he didn't actually say anything word wise, but he basically put his hand out and went like that, as if to say. 50-50. ish kind of mm, that what? sort of thing. Whether he'd be fit or I said, "Are you playing on Tuesday, Wes?" Because he was he was obviously not, not going to be playing on the Saturday. Yeah, um, and he just went like that. So oh, he's not going to give it away. He's not going to turn around to the idiot from Northwest Leicestershire wearing an Atletico shirt and the star of a Fox Eight podcast, which he's definitely never listened to. No, um, he uh, he wasn't going to. But say if he anything. does. Hi, big Wes. Yes, all right, Wes. Um, that's that's basically what I said. All right. Yeah. Um, so you've got you basically got to weigh it up. Is Amati good enough to play centre back? Question marks have been asked so far because he's not been played there for whatever reason, and managers seem to have gone as far around the idea as possible. Or is big big Wes going to be sharp enough? I would. Okay, I chuck big big Wes in. I think if he's fifty fifty, you'd still play him. Well, no. If he's fit enough, yeah. Play him. Uh, give him some. Give him some injections. Make mm. sure he's looking all right on the training ground in terms of his sharpness of his game. Which he is training. Yeah. Get him in there because he's he's a leader. There is a problem though. Go on. I've just ruled him out of the game. So who would you play? If you've just ruled him out of the game, then Amarty has to play. So you play Amarty and um, Belladon. Who else is there? Elliot Moore, Christian Fuchs. I think it's going to be Christian Fuchs. You actually think that? Yes. Why would they, because of something that you mentioned earlier, why would they bring Cherwell on to play at fullback and then push Fuchs in the centre alongside... He really doesn't back Amati, does he? No, that's my thing. You would play on... If you had... If Wes was completely ruled out of the game, okay, now, the game on Saturday obviously meant something. They needed to go and win or, or get some points. Surely you would have played Amati and gone like, look, Robert Hooth, I know you're fit and, 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 and playing well and all that, but... But try that partnership. I tell you what, Hooth, we'll give you the first half, and then we'll bring on Armati for the second half as a look forward to the Tuesday. That didn't happen. They played Christian Fuchs, they moved in inside, like you said, played Chilwell out wide, maybe Chilwell because of his pace as well. Um, Griezmann, if he, he wants to pull away to the, the their right-hand side, our left... Obviously, a bit of pace out there as well with Chilwell. Maybe that's an option as well. So, um, yes, I, I think they're going to play Christian Fuchs as centre half, which I'm trying to think the last time he played there. That was when he went looked over to the bench and had his arms out as if to say, "Where on earth am I playing? What is going on?" Yeah, that was that was that was the, the one of the low points of the Ranieri reign. It was. It was. It was Ranieri. I mean, possibly the person who came on who was telling everyone got it all completely wrong but it was that wasn't it he stood yeah. there with his arms out going what are we doing like who's who's where and where's who mm. but uh, I think we could be playing um, uh, what's his face Fuchs but uh, Slomani's out which yep. is a big loss I think I think so a big loss because again you're going to go well you're not going to go route one but he's he's the option from the bench isn't he yep. um, Leonardo Ajoa played at the weekend and obviously Ajoa will then be playing on Tuesday uh off the bench, you'd imagine, at some point, because, again, if we're losing in the game and losing overall in the, in the tie by a couple of goals, you're going to need to mix things up, and Joe is the man to do that. Yeah, because you're not probably not going to trust Ahmed Musa to come in and add extra firepower. No, and they're going to sit back and just and defend. Let's just say they score 
first on Tuesday. Mm. Okay, so we then need to go and score three. Not an easy task against Atletico. Exactly. So they're just going to sit back, and that's just it's not going to play into the hands of Musa. You're going to need to have something up front, a bit of a battering ram, exactly, to open things up for the likes of maybe uh, Vardy or Mares to get on the end of something, or maybe a bit of individual brilliance from like a Gray. Um, so on Tuesday, it is awkward because of that lack of a way goal. Now, I can personally see it being nil nil for a long time during the game. Oh, it's it's going to be so tense. It's going to be really tense. I can see it being nil-nil. I've heard that the Union FS haven't got a TIFO. Now, I read this online, so it could be absolute nonsense. But they were having a TIFO done for the for the game like they had last time. But the club have said no because I, I presume they're doing their own thing or they're having their own something or other, Okay, which is interesting. So we'll hang fire on that. Obviously, you have those the, the, the eyes yeah. at each end, and uh, we know how that can look with all the flags and the TIFO last time it looked fantastic um, with Michael's picture um, obviously capturing the scene very well does us a lot of favours Michael doesn't he gets you in the press yes let's set about sorts that. us out with a new cover photo yes um, Get, yeah. gets you in the press yes 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 yeah that one remember that which one you in the press sure uh, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> um yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens on Tuesday regarding that side, which I know is you know the least of anyone's worries. What the TIFO is going to look like? But, well, it um, adds to the atmosphere, doesn't it? Tell you one thing, it would mm. it would better than them twenty lads in the corner at Crystal Palace, though. They were all wearing black T-shirts. They've obviously had a, a two for one offer at Primark. Yeah, and uh, they've all gone and wore the same. What are they called? I don't know what they call themselves. The Palace Ultras or something, or this any other. And um, and all they do is stick a couple of microphones in front of them rather than. You know, one every 20 yards just to mm. make it sound a bit better. They really are poor, though, isn't it? I mean, you'd have thought by now that that would have stretched the whole stand. Yeah. Because it's not the... It's, it's, it's okay stand. It's, you know, it's it's decent. But you would have thought that would have infiltrated the whole bottom tier to make it look at least half decent. I'm thinking maybe the away end, uh, the home end at uh, Copenhagen behind the goal. Okay. That was full-blown. They're all doing the same thing. So when it started at Palace, I thought it might have spread. No, no, <laughs> just staying still there. those twenty lads who were in the corner wearing black t-shirts. They're obviously very, very well respected. Oh yeah, mm. but um, I can see it being nil-nil at half time. That's as far as my predictions are going to go. Yeah, can't nil, predict any more than that. Nil-nil at half time. Incredibly tense. Um, it would be amazing if we get a goal first because if it does, that's going to change the way that they play. Which, to be perfectly honest. It's give the ball to Griezmann, which, of course, if he was in your team, you would do because the guy's a superb player mm. um, and probably worth every ounce of the what 90-odd million that man you were probably going to pay for him. So I'm thinking nil-nil at half-time, and then from then on, we'll just have to see what happens. Yeah, and hopefully I'll be able to see what happens. I'm not going to be able to see the first half, at least. What? So you're not there? No. Really? You know this. I. Yeah. Do I? Yeah. Who is there? Again, production meeting on, on, on air. So I'm there. Yeah. Tom Haslam. Tom Haslam. And Mark Perkins. Oh, he's Perko though, is he? Yes. Oh, excellent. I didn't, I didn't know that. <laughs> I am... Um... You are... Well, actually, after this finishes recording, you are going to... So you're going to Sheffield via Heathrow. Correct. Now, in, in don't, my car. Don't, don't get me wrong. You know, geography, it's not my strongest... Now, just... Hang on. There's something quite... Um, 
Yeah, one south, one's north. That's the wrong way. Yeah. I, I couldn't put it any more. Bosses, bosses flying in. The boss man of the Alan March Sport, who are the parent company of this podcast, if you like. Hello, Alan. Um, hello, Alan. Is currently on a, a flight from South Korea to Heathrow, where we've been doing some uh, para ice hockey championships in South Korea. I say we. I've not been there. Oh, um, I didn't know he was doing that para ice hockey. Yeah, that sounds excellent. Yeah, it's good fun. Uh, I've watched some of the live stream that we've been provided. Uh, but we're doing the British Swimming Championships. Rehearsal day is Monday, tomorrow, Bank Holiday Monday, uh, and it runs Tuesday through to Sunday, and the evening session starts at 6.30 on Tuesday, and I'm... Oh, the football, yeah. Bloody um, hope it finishes by half eight at the very latest, oh in which case God. I'm going to go, thanks very much everybody, leg it, yeah. find the nearest bar in Sheffield, get my Leicester shirt on, and... Pray. You you'll be watching you'll be watching it from like a laptop or something at the at the event. The official line is absolutely not, Peter. I'll be a hundred percent focused on the swimming. <laughs> yeah, no no one no one here or no one listening to this podcast is gonna be there because Don't shop me in. No, because they're all gonna be watching the game. Yeah, don't make me feel any worse about it, thanks. Wherever they are in the world and uh, as we know we we mentioned that people listen around the world and it's just been proven because I've met someone from Vancouver who listens. Um so again uh, wherever you are in the world, whatever time it is, everyone will be watching. Um, except me. Except you. Uh, also, um, does that mean that you're not at the Lightning tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Luff for Lightning, who are nine from nine, different sport, but there we go. Netball. Netball. Uh, or Netball. Netball. Um, so you're not there for that? So No. Right, I'm, I'm, so I've got to sort everyone out. Friends of the podcast, Dave Rogers and Stephen Jameson. Are, both are, been on the podcast, actually. They have, yeah. Yes. Both, both there. Get yourself to watch Loughborough Lightning if you've got nothing better to do tomorrow. Yeah, come down to uh, Loughborough University to watch Loughborough Lightning. They're nine from nine. I'll be there um, messing around. Um, what am I doing? Not sure yet. Right. Operating a spotlight or doing oh, something important I, like that. I love the spotlight purely because it's a, it, it's, it's a bit like, like a gun on the top of a tank. So you, you kind of sit there and you're like... <laughs> But like you've obviously got to be careful and do it properly. But uh, yeah, so if you yeah come down to the Loughborough Lightning and uh, look out for the guy with the spotlight because that'd be me messing around. Um, right, we digress. We digress. Now, obviously, the next time. So we're not. Do we have a game at the weekend? Don't know because it's FA Cup. Don't know. I don't know either. I mean, the, the joys of being in the Champions League. Everything just bypasses you, and you concentrate on one thing. Well. We're going to take it on the provider that uh, we don't have a match because Rob's just going to look now. So get in contact with the podcast. You know what the Twitter handle is, at FFSpod. Uh, go on Facebook for Fox 8 Podcast. Best thing you can do is subscribe to the podcast via iTunes. Give us a rating of five star or more. Again, don't tell the truth with your ratings. Lie, just give us five stars only. <laughs> um, you can put what you want. But uh, yeah, give us a rating on that. Uh, you can go to our YouTube page as well. We can find all previous episodes of For Fox Sake. And once again, you can email us for Podcast at gmail.com. Now, our next game after Atletico is against Arsenal on the 26th. And then you've got uh, West Bromwich Albion away on the 29th, the Arsenal game's away as well. Uh, Wednesday, Saturday away, that's brutal. Yeah, that's on. I think it's on TV, the Arsenal game, isn't it? And then they've got a game. No, they've taken it off TV now. Have they? But it's still happening on the Wednesday night. Damn it. Um, okay, so there's going to be a bit of a gap, so we will be back after the Atletico game, probably about this time next week, I'd imagine. Maybe even early next week. Yeah, I think the Monday. 
the, the following Monday, week. The following I'm, week on I'll Monday. be back from Sheffield the Sunday evening. I've got Monday and Tuesday off before I go back up to Sheffield on the Wednesday for more swimming. Unless we have some kind of um, podcast where you're at one place, I'm another place, um, with a very small, quick reaction to qualifying for the semi-finals, I think we'd have to do something. If we win on Tuesday night, yeah. there'll have to be some kind of five-minute us going, yeah, for five minutes. Get in. Yeah, and, and, and saying positive words like that, going, yes. Fantastic. We've got to play Real Madrid, so we've got to go back to Plaza Mayor. Oh can, you, can you imagine? Now round two. Now that would be interesting if we do go. Obviously, we go through to the semi-finals. Brilliant, but we do play Real Madrid. <laughs> we have to go back to Madrid, which is not the worst thing because it's a lovely city, really nice, um, and the people are nice, as we know. Um, that would it would be interesting because I wonder what the you know what the because they wouldn't let us back in that square, I'd imagine, or would they? <laughs> but there'll be. A bit more, I don't know, it'll be, in, it'll be interesting. Hopefully we get to that situation. Hopefully. Because it means we're in the semi-final. But if we do, yeah, we'll we'll do something uh, do something very excitable. So get in contact with the podcast. I've just told you how you can send an email. That's a pretty good way of saying where you are in the world and how you listen to the podcast and any questions once again. Because let's just say we do dip out of the Champions League. Dip out. Um, then, uh, <laughs> just, just dip out, just for, dip a out for a little bit. Then uh, obviously season's kind of over so we want to be talking about maybe players of the season uh, what you expect from the running maybe looking to next year so any questions you want to ask about the podcast or about us then please send them through and then we'll be back next time where I hopefully won't be spending the first 10 minutes rambling on like I would today <laughs> <laughs>